Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the stuff that can kill you. Like hazing, or falling off a tractor, or record-breaking heat. Ah, and the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Like the Real Housewives of New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Themed parties. Ugh. And de-aging CGI. I'll take some of that. Yeah, in real life. I-I-R-L, am I right? I can't say it, but am I right? That was so mid. <laughs> Let's vibe with the theme song. <laughs> Jesus. Welcome to How to Survive. Danielle. We're, yes, Chris. Oh, I already Hi. interrupted you. Oh, that's all right. Gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? What? I have presents for you. No, Pre- no a present. Okay. Um, Is it anti-aging uh, makeup? Oh, yeah. Is it? Yes. But that's not the first thing. Okay. The first thing is that I'm going to present to you that I finally remembered to bring is for the kitties. I brought you catnip. Oh, so, okay. Oh, it smells good. So what do I do with this? So you have two options. Yes. You can either just give this to them uh-huh. and see if they like it. Okay. I just put it in like some water. Or you can stick this in a glass. Uh-huh. Wait till it roots. Do you know what that means? <laughs> I guess I guess it you saw the horror in my face. So I just cut this off of our, okay. pl- our So what's funny is this plant our cat has no interest right. in. Right. You I remember you and saying it's, that. It's exploded. Okay. It's the only plant that ever has happened. This this never happens to me with plants. Okay. But for some reason this plant is the easiest plant to grow and it just exploded and became this giant plant. Amazing. So if you want to stick it in some water, like a little cup of water, uh-huh. it'll probably root and then you can stick it in dirt or you can just keep it in the water and it'll grow and grow and grow. Huh. And okay. get bigger and bigger and bigger. And you can just keep cutting it off and giving it to the cats. And I forget, what is the purpose of catnip? Well, they like it. it they just like it. It like makes calms them, them down. It, some cats it calms them down, I think, and other cats it makes them really frisky. There's cat okay. people listening right now who are like, You're so wrong about what you're saying. You're doing the worst possible thing you could to cats. You're saying the wrong thing. Okay, um cool. my cat doesn't want it my right. cat's like i like to eat all your other plants and chew them up and so i had to put them all outside your cat's a jerk my cat is just it doing, does smell good it does right it's got like a nice i oh, guess humans can't eat it guess what else catnip's good for it keeps mosquitoes away oh i don't we don't have that problem you don't no oh you're so lucky we, we don't have mosquitoes anywhere near us we have mosquitoes that are in our house they get in through the cracks in like the screens and so we have to sleep oh my with fans God. on at night so they don't bite us while we sleep holy well, I mean, you know we where should, I, live. I know you live in. I live in uh, naked and afraid. Yeah, 
Right. And we're naked a lot of the time. That's right. You're a naked family. So, you know, the kids get to constantly tell me my nipples are wrong. <laughs> I was trying to say the other day we were watching Naked and Afraid, now mm-hmm. the, our new favorite show, and there's this guy who's from Scotland. And I was like, his nipples are bigger than mine. <laughs> and the kids, were going, the kids were like, nope, mm-mm. Wrong. Oh, my God. So I'm not sure if I kept that part in the episode that we just recorded. So if you're listening to this and this is intriguing to you and we didn't and you didn't hear this, it's another reason to subscribe Join to Patreon. Patreon. You can so hear you can all hear about the whole my big nipples. Her big uh, her her big mouth kids about her big nipples. Yeah, it's so insulting. I think we have to talk about all of us fulfilled our duty and watched The Real Housewives of New York. Last we didn't even get paid. I know to do it. Well, they certainly did, because why else would you do it? Wow. So, is this your first time watching The Real Housewives of New York? I've watched since The Dish, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'd seen, I, but I was never assigned, I never got that big of a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one trusted me with Housewives. <laughs> they were like, Chris, with Housewives? No. She can watch Millionaire Matchmaker, but we're not giving her, she can have the 1030 Bravo slot. <laughs> we're not giving what her. Was, what was that real estate show with Jeff Lewis? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it was like faking it or breaking no. it or I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, I would get that. Okay, but I so was had, had you ever watched a Real Housewives? I've never before? watched Real Housewives. Okay. I, I mean, I've well, I used to watch The Dish, so I've seen tons of clips. Oh, okay, but you've never seen show, a whole episode. Never watched, that was my right. first whole episode. whole episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you've watched a lot, so give us your take, Danielle. Well, I mean, First of all, I'm sure there will be drama down the line, but they really had a cobble shit together because there was nothing <laughs> okay, interesting going okay, on with that whole cheese thing. I said to Sven, "This show's boring." Yeah, it's not the 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 other the last cast. They were arguing politics, yeah, and with insane people. So that was really fun. No one liked it but me, I guess. because yeah. they got rid of the whole cast. But um, yeah, it was really. Not great, and also my my esteem for uh, Jenna Lyons completely plummeted just by the fact that she's on the show. Well, Sven was like, "Why is she on here?" I don't understand it and either. And I said, "It has to be money." Yeah, because she's not working anymore. Right. I think it's that like she had a publicist who said, "If you want to sell your furniture and your eyelashes, because she has like an eyelash line." Oh, that's what she she's has, doing now. You know, right. furniture line. You've got to stay in the public eye. The two big ones, eyelashes and furniture. That's what people do. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of, that it's money. And she she wasn't a designer, right? She was the creative director of J. Crew. Right, but that means you're not a designer. She, she Yeah, yeah. She said something about when I made clothes or when I designed clothes. She, I'm like, you I didn't think design she, clothes? She picked stuff out. Yeah, that's but not I don't, designing clothes. I don't think that's designing. No. I don't. I really don't know what that means. I don't know what any of them do. One of them is, a, I guess she's an influencer, but she's like in her 40s, so I don't understand what that means. Maybe she has been for a, a, a long time. She was one of the early influencers. <laughs> yeah, she's I don't know. She's the first influencer. I guess. Because the other one was like, anything she right. picks out, I'd wear. I'm and like, I was really? like, really? I looked at her apartment and I wasn't like, yeah, no. I, I want to do my apartment like hers or yeah. house. I mean, also the one that said, Jenna's, she's so quirky because so, she likes right. dill, but not parsley. I'm like, that's to you what makes somebody quirky? So, so believe it or not, Oliver was watching with me. Okay. And he was like on his phone, but watching it. Yeah. And I said the same thing. And he's like, I think that was supposed to be a joke. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm not sure. Because yeah. if it is, that woman doesn't know how to deliver a joke. But I was like, is that what we're really opening the season with? She doesn't like black olives? Yeah. She doesn't like the pits or something. Also... My other favorite thing, and we'll move on to you know the show, but um, is that two people had sons named Rio. <laughs> Wait, what? They did? You didn't catch that? I did not. I just got confused about who was who. One of the twins was named Rio. R-I-O. Yeah, like Rio. the city. Rio. Okay. And then the woman who had an older daughter, like an 11-year-old daughter and a boy, his his name was also Rio, and her name was London. See, they're both cities. Oh no! You yeah, can't do that. <laughs> you can't but we're do learning that. about the real New York. Oh, that was the, thing <laughs> that, that was the best me. line. Oh, what we represent is the real, the real New, New York. York. That is the most out of touch thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Okay, so speaking of groups of people being inappropriate with each other, are we ready to get into yes. today's episode, which is how to survive hazing? Ooh, I'm glad I didn't have to have that experience. No. Well, it happens in more uh, circumstances than 
I guess I had thought of. All right. How to survive hazing. Okay, so these are some important hazing statistics. According to national statistics oh. from InsideHazing.com. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they have they have a great merch store. Yeah. Just like a bunch of paddles and um Is Maria Menounos a host dildos. on the show? <laughs> Thanks for watching. New me. Is that what it's called? New me? New me? Guys, oh, she had a really Oh yeah, she got sick. She got really she? sick with like a bad Oh, pancreatic cancer. Oh, oh is that really? what it was? Yeah. While she was like maybe pregnant or something? Something oh, bad happened. Maria. I know. Poor I, Maria. Menounos. I know. Sorry send, we made fun of it. it was send just, your love to Maria. Yeah. Uh, hazingprevention.org and hazingstudy.org. Okay. The reason why I wanted to tell you that it was national statistics is because this is actually from a college site. Okay. But uh, these are national. Okay. More than half of college students are involved in some form of campus hazing. More than half? That's what this that says. Can't be right. I don't know. Well, because it's not all. It's not all about frats. It's sports, frats, okay. maybe other things. Man. Maybe maybe your um, psych 101 class is hazing you. Yeah. In 95% of hazing cases, students who were aware they were hazed did not report it. In 25% of hazing cases, coaches or advisors who were aware of incidents did not report it. Come on, coaches. Yeah, well, for every 10 students being hazed, only one of them realizes that they have been hazed because, because they've been drugged. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. No, I think. Okay. In more than half of the hazing incidents, a member of the offending group posts pictures on a public web space. That's horrific. <sighs> Students are more likely to be hazed if they knew an adult who was hazed. So this is what I got from that, because that seems crazy. My, my guess is that that means, like, if your parents were in, a, oh, okay. in the Greek system... Then you're more likely to join a frat or sorority, yeah, yeah. or if your father was in a, on a football team, maybe you're more likely to join a football well, team. Well, yeah, it's like you end up in the same space as your parents uh, yeah. did. It's <clears throat> one of the unlucky things of being privileged. Yes. At present, in the United States, 44 states have anti-hazing laws. Since 1970, there has been at least one hazing-related death on a college campus each year. Wow. 82% of deaths from hazing involved alcohol. Mm. The first recorded incident of hazing involving sexual abuse occurred in 1983. Aww. Other hazing incidents involving sexual intimidation, nudity, or stimulation have been increasing in their frequency since 1995. Why increasing? Is it like lead in the <clears throat> water? What's happening? Oh, this sort of... Uh, or maybe more being reported more. Yeah, well, that's probably too. It's not too. that it's... It's just being reported more probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't usually like print the graphics, but I just wanted to explain... These are the different ways, uh, different areas it occurs in. Um, of the body? <laughs> <laughs> First, it, yeah, your eyeballs, your naughty bits. Um, okay, so honor society, academic club, recreation club, intramural team, frat or sorority, performance arts organization. So, so is a it, made, is imagine, this lower to higher? The, yes. So lower, lo, say the lowest one again. Honor society. Obviously. They're all doing like maths together. Right, right. I'm, I'm English. You're, you are. And what's the highest? At hospital. At hospital in my jumper. <laughs> Varsity athletic team is the, the highest. Oh, no, no. Social frat or sorority. Yeah, yeah. Varsity athletic team is the highest. But I just want to know what kind of hazing is going on with performing arts organizations. Are they just making you watch like every version of... Blade Runner? Like, what is the <laughs> what is the hazing? Sound of music, full blast. Yeah. That, no, they, they would probably like that. Um, Regional yeah. Wicked. Regional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That may have to be a new shirt. Regional Wicked. Regional oh Wicked. That is so funny. Guys, guys, guys. What? I forgot to tell you, or maybe I, tell me if I already told you this. Guess what I saw when I was in Germany? Oh, yes. You you told me. Yes. I saw Hamilton in German. Yes. In German. Oh. And so well, how was, was it? It was amazing. Could you understand what was happening, though? Well, I, I mean, so here's the weird. You don't thing. know the words. I know all the words in English. Yeah. And I know the story. Right. So, like. It didn't matter. I knew it. 
and it was so good. It was so were, good. Were there black actors? They were almost all. Everyone was a person of color. Okay, except King George. Is it King yes. George? Yeah, it was a white guy. Right. Which it was really. It's done. It oh. was really good. Okay. Cool. Anyway, that yes, was, I meant to ask you about that. That was a weird experience I had. Speaking of theater. That's so bizarre. Go on. <clears throat> More than 250,000 students experienced some sort of hazing to join a college athletic team. 50% of the female NCAA division athletes reported being hazed. 50% of the females. What are they doing? That shocked me. Come on, girls. Be kind. You're a girl. Be nice. More than 20% of female NCAA athletes were subjected to alcohol-related hazing. <gasps> However, even a higher percentage admitted to mental hazing. What's mental hazing? Well, bitch be fucking with your mind. Yeah, girls are good at that. I'm which, just going to keep saying really um, stereotypical <laughs> but, listen, but listen to this, which ranged from singing <laughs> to being kidnapped. What the fuck? What? Um, I'll take singing. Thanks. Do we get a, is this a choice? Just please sing I don't know. Me. If it's acapella, I might take oh, kidnapping. Yeah. 10% of the female NCAA athletes were physically hazed, including being branded, <gasps> tattooed. Nexium. Yep. Beaten, thrown in water, uh, or ha- and having their face forcibly shaved. Their face forcibly shaved? No, their shaved? head. Sorry. Their heads forcibly <laughs> shaved. Six to nine percent of the female NCAA athletes were subjected to sexually related hazing, including harassment, actual assault. Oh, my God. Or being expected to simulate sex activities. How are we going to send our kids to college? I don't know. Well, thank God mine aren't. My son is an athletic, so and it probably well, won't be joining get, a sorority. He's going to get I mean, regionally wicked. He is. At him. Yeah, he is. <laughs> OK. What to do if you're being hazed? Not be good. <laughs> I mean, I don't like proper wicked. So imagine... I've never seen it, so I don't have an opinion. It's just not my thing. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Aaron, is it your thing? The first half is. Oh, that's what a lot of people say is the second half is. There's a couple incredible songs, and then there's a lot of songs. Yeah. Okay. A lot of screeching. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like screeching? I mean, I guess I take it to kidnapping, but if you have been hazed or know someone who has, has been hazed, Take action. Don't be a bystander. Stay connected with friends outside the group. Groups that haze often try to isolate Mm. their new members from others who might challenge them to question what they are going through. Talk with others about what you are going through. You don't have to keep it a secret. Demanding secrecy is a common practice designed to protect people who are abusing others. You have a right to tell anyone anything you want about what you are going through, even even if you were made to promise that you would not tell. Talking with others may save yourself or others from harm. Seek guidance from your parents, guardian, other family members, trusted friends, or university officials. Refuse to participate mm-hmm. others before you have done so. Join together with other new members to refuse to be hazed. There is power in numbers. Leave the group. This is hard to do, but it is always an option. Walking away from hazing takes strength. Don't believe it if anyone tells you that it is a sign of weakness or that you weren't tough enough to take it. Quitting when you are being hazed takes character, courage, and integrity. There are likely others in the group that will leave you, uh, that will leave with you, but need someone like you to take the first step. And if even if they don't, mm-hmm. just do it on your own. Yeah. Talk to a healthcare pro- uh, provider or mental health professional to help you sort out what to do. Call nine one one if there is an immediate threat to your safety or the safety of others. Report the hazing. We cannot stop hazing if we don't know about it. The code of student contact conduct. Require students to report hazing. Okay. <clears throat> In addition to physical harm or the risk of physical harm, students have been subjected to hazing, may experience a range of issues that cause harm, create barriers to learning, or reduce a student's ability to participate in daily activities, such as strained relationships, increased anxiety, alcohol or drug problems, feeling down, difficulty concentrating, or and or lack of motivation. You can have all that without even being hazed, so you need well, to add Well, that's true. Hazing. Why do you need to add? Yeah, don't, right. Don't add that into the mix. I mean, isn't college tough enough without... Right. I mean, I guess that's the point, is that you're looking for, you know, people to be with you who understand what you're going through. Real friends don't haze. Yeah. All right. We are. Believe it or not, we're already <laughs> ready for a story. If you are. Wait, what's happening? Oh, Okay. Real friends don't haze. So stupid. <laughs> it's like an ABC after school yes. special, like yeah. like interstitial. The more we'll be you right know. right back with the neighborhood bully. 
God. Remember, real friends don't haze. <laughs> there was a rainbow. <laughs> yes. Real friends don't gaze. Uh, they don't. I don't know what that means. God made haze, not gaze. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to. <laughs> okay. So you probably heard this story. This is very recently. Okay. About Northwestern. Did you guys hear this story? No. No. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then I'm going to. What if we had? Would you just be like, well, Teach no you. story then. <laughs> <laughs> I had vaguely heard about it, but didn't know the details. So this is what happened. Uh, a Northwestern University. Uh, do you know Northwestern University? It's yes. A big, like, okay. Fired their head football coach, Fat, P- Fat Fitzgerald. No. Pat Fitzgerald. <laughs> in the wake, I like the first one better. In the wake of an investigation into hazing allegations, but the dismissal of the beloved coach is unlikely to be the end of the fallout for a program now mired in controversy. So, basically, the end of the story is that he got fired. But this is what happened. Okay. Okay. A former Northwestern University football player told the Daily some of the hazing conduct investigated by the university involved coerced sexual acts. A second player confirmed these details. The player also told the Daily that head coach Pat Fitzgerald may have known that hazing took place. I've seen it with my own eyes, and it's just absolutely egregious and violent and inhumane behavior, the player who asked to remain anonymous in this story said. Of course, any football player who has... those words. Yes. They know who it is. They know who it is, exactly. Yeah, he's also on the academic decathlon. Exactly. Although it is Northwestern. Well, I guess it doesn't matter, right? If you're a football football player, you can just get it. Okay. They're like, oh, we know it. It's Toby. Bernstein. <laughs> okay. It's Toby Bernstein. I think there is someone in the story named Toby. I'm not kidding. Uh-huh. Or there was someone. Okay. The former player said he reported his experiences to the university in late November 2022. He alleges that much of the team's hazing centered around a practice dubbed running, which was used to punish team members, primarily freshmen, for mistakes made on the field and in practice. If a player was selected for running, the player who spoke to the Daily said, they would be restrained by a group of eight to ten upperclassmen dressed in various purge-like masks who would then begin dry-humping the victim in a dark locker room. What? I know it sounds good to you, Garen, but not everyone wants this situation. Mm-hmm. It's a shocking experience as a freshman to see your fellow freshman teammates get ran. By then you see everybody... Oh, but then you see everybody bystanding in the locker room, the player said. It's just a really abrasive and barbaric culture that has permeated throughout the program for years on end now. The Daily obtained images of whiteboards labeled Runs Giving and Shrek's List, containing a list of names indicating players that the players said need needed to be ran. First of all, wouldn't it be run? No. What are you going to do? You're going to ran them? You're going to run Whatever. It should be ram. But it's running. They call it running. I know. It's I'm stupid. Just... It's not very clever. It doesn't even running. Make sense. I wonder if it's no. like because of running a train. What's running a oh. That's when multiple people are I don't... the, fir- the hmm. same person. Mm. I, mean, I thought it was that's where they pulled it from. Yeah, I don't know, so to speak. The player <laughs> said that the tradition was especially common during training camp and Around Thanksgiving and Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, uh, which keeps on giving. Yeah. Which he said the team called Runsgiving <laughs> and Runsmas. Wow. So yeah, maybe they did just get it on scholarship. <laughs> I think so. It's done under the smoke and mirror of, oh, this is team bonding. But really? no, this is sexual abuse, the player said. According to the former player, team members allegedly identified players for running by clapping their hands over their heads around that player. The practice, the player said, was known within the team as the Shrek clap. Shrek? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like the character from... <laughs> yes. I just okay. do that in the scene. I don't remember. Do they run Shrek? In the- <laughs> Is Shrek given a run? Uh, sorry, I got a scam phone call. I don't know. I mean, there must be some reason why it's called... I don't know. According to the player who spoke with the Daily, Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald that's the coach, yeah. repeatedly made the signal... During practices when players, specifically freshmen, made a mistake. The player believes some players interpreted Fitzgerald making these signals as knowingly encouraging the hazing to continue. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody would just be looking at each other and be like, bro, Fitz knows about this because you wouldn't take that action otherwise, the player said. Everyone joins in because he's the head coach. The second player who spoke to the Daily, who also asked to be anonymous, said he also witnessed these actions occurring. 
After receiving the hazing reports, NU hired an independent law firm, uh, Errant Fox Schiff, to investigate the claims. In addition to running, the whistleblower alleged that he witnessed the team participate in other hazing traditions in which freshmen were forced to strip naked and perform various acts, including bear crawling and slingshotting themselves across the floor with exercise bands. I don't even know how you would, how do you do that? It kind of sounds fun. Well, not the naked part. Yeah, I don't know. Like those, I've used bands in PT, but they don't seem like they could fling I me don't across know how you would, the floor. I guess one person would have to slingshot the other person. And is it around your, <laughs> like, feet, around your ankles, and then your wrists, and then somebody pulls hard? It just doesn't, I don't understand. I need a cartoon to did show. You, did me. your brothers ever do the thing with you where they lie on their back and you sit on their feet? Yeah. And then they catapult yeah. you into the air and my, my brother's so tall i would be like oh so high yeah booster shot i think we called it oh that's a fun name did for you it. did you ever do it. that with your we did it where you would just be like you're flying but we didn't like throw like, no throwing yeah there wasn't any kind of oh like airplane. You, you're we just balancing so on their feet we called that like airplane. face yeah, down like yeah 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 no this is yeah. this is their feet they're lying down feet in the air and you're butt is on their feet and then oh. poof, they push you. I don't think we've ever, ever done that. It was that. fun. All right. Um, Should we try it now? Yes. Naked. <laughs> In a once a year tradition dubbed the car wash. Now this is this is upsetting to me because when I was babysitting and then with my own son, I would do a thing I called the car wash, which is because I had long hair, I would just lean forward and like, like, wave my hair in their yes. face and call it the car wash. Car yes. wash, car wash, car wash. This is not that. No. Sadly, this is not that. Okay. And a once a year tradition dubbed the car wash, the first player said that some players would stand naked, so much nakedness, at the entrance to the showers and spin around, forcing those entering the showers to basically rub against a bare naked man. Upon entering the... Again, I know it sounds good, but Karen, like, but... I don't understand. Like, why don't they... Why don't they just fuck? I like, don't know. I don't understand it. Why, why are, is everything sexual? Why are they? They're ho- so horny. Or All is it time? just that that's how is it men dominance? Yeah, it's humiliation. It makes me sad. Upon entering the showers, the players allege that players set up a hose they connected to the shower to spray people. It's extremely painful, the player said. The player also alleged that he witnessed and was forced to participate in what he called a naked center quarterback exchange, wherein a freshman quarterback was forced to take an under center snap from the freshman center while both players were naked what's that mean well the snap in football is just like when you hike it right oh so they're like up each other's asses like basically i guess like, yeah yeah again i don't I'm, see what the problem I, is i know <laughs> the player, i know it's like why don't they just let the guys who want to do this form their own club <laughs> and then we're gonna get together yeah. and do those things and we'll be over here playing football yes <laughs> The player said that on one instance, another player was very vocally adamant about not wanting to participate in this exchange. Older players threatened to run him if he refused, and there was no other option, according to the player. He was forced to engage in this, the player said. I wish I would have told him to transfer, because this is an absolutely abusive environment and an environment in which the safety and well-being of players is not protected at all. The second player confessed these allegations. Uh, sorry, confirmed these allegations. According to Northwestern's definition of sexual misconduct, sexual assault, sexual exploitation. Let me just start again. The second player confirmed these allegations. According to Northwestern's definition of a sexual misconduct, sexual assault, sexual exploitation, stalking, dating or domestic violence, and sexual harassment are all prohibited. These acts, the NU football players alleges, qualify under the university's definition of sexual violations. Other hazing practices that the player detailed to the Daily included a practice called Gatorade Gatorade Shake Challenges, where teammates, often freshmen, were forced to drink as many Gatorade shakes as they could naked. No, there's no naked part in this. (laughs) (laughs) In a 10-minute period. First of all, what's a Gatorade shake? Uh, I guess they make a protein shake or something. Gatorade with, like, ice cream in it? Oh, sounds so revolting. The player alleges that he has witnessed this practice on two separate occasions and that he's never seen anyone not throw up, either during or after the challenges. The second player said he also witnessed this tradition. The player said that one of his friends was sick for a number of days after this event and wasn't able to eat much. According to NU's hazing policy, hazing is defined by any action taken to produce mental, physical, or emotional discomfort, servitude, 
degradation, embarrassment, harassment, or ridicule for the purpose of initiation into affiliation with or admission to or as a condition for continued membership in a group team or other organization, regardless of an individual's willingness to participate. This policy prohibits, among other things, any physical abuse expected or inflicted on another person, sexual violations, or other required encouraged or expected sexual activity, whether actual or simulated, engaging in degrading or humiliating games, activities, stunts, or buffoonery, and requiring or compelling the consumption of liquid food, drinks, or other substances. Jizz. Oh, you know that's happening. In an email to the Daily, Yates said that all incoming freshmen and undergraduate transfers, including student athletes, are required to complete the Hazing 101 Prevention True Northwestern Dialogue. So they already did this. They're all sleeping Uh, through that. Yeah. As part of the onboarding experience for first-year and transfer student athletes, the athletic department administers anti-hazing education. Additionally, Yates said each sports program has biannual meetings with the athletics compliance staff and sports administration to discuss hazing and its impact on the student experience. At these biannual meetings, the players who spoke to the Daily said the office described the hazing policy as no-tolerance policy. After the meetings, the player alleges that upperclassmen would make threats to freshmen, saying that if anyone snitched, then Shrek would get you, in reference to the practice of running. The player said that, (laughs) is there some outtakes where Shrek dry humps? I don't know. Fiona or something? My daughter wants a Shrek-themed birthday, and I'm really starting to rethink. She wants it now? Yeah, it's weird, right? (laughs) Don't read her this article. Or maybe do. The player said that he saw some fellow players suffer mental consequences during and after the football season. I've had friends reach out to me in the middle of the night having very suicidal tendencies, he said. So, yeah. So, at first, the coach was just put on, like, temporary leave for two weeks, suspended. And then they reviewed it, and they were like, yeah, 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 you're gone. You gotta go. Yeah. I mean... I just want to say to these young men, like, the football's going to do enough damage to your brain. It's so, right? You don't Why? need to add all, all this things. extra psychological and physical damage. It Honestly. all works out, guys. Yeah. Or it doesn't. <sighs> the moral is it all works out or it doesn't. That's right. It all works out or it doesn't. Or you can get into um, your choice of schools and then quit after a year and make the biggest mistake of your life. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. We we'll, <laughs> we will be right back after, after this. this. <laughs> okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle. Christine. Are those also new glasses? No, these are the glasses I always wear. All right, well, you're just... I'm just strong uh, glasses. Game. I'm yeah. I've got eight eyes today. Eight. Right. Well, four eyes. Six. Six eyes. Where are the other two? The ones I was wearing for the oh. reading. My own eyes. Yes. My reading glasses and my. We ordered prescription goggles for Hawaii because yes. we had done that once before for Oliver, and um, yeah, it didn't quite work out. <laughs> Why not? I mean, it's a good idea because it doesn't like so much work out with. Trying to put the snorkel on your on your goggles because it's really made for a mask, like a heavier thing. Oh, I mean, it kind of yeah. works, but it's in it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, but but it is nice to know that those exist, and they're only like twenty dollars each. Okay, that is good to know. So if you ever need to do that for your um, blind children, if I, if I ever need to read something up close underwater, underwater, yes, like I'm, I'm like I'm underwater, but I also need to take this Tylenol. Yeah, what's right, my right. dose? <laughs> right, exactly. 
There you go. All right. Exactly. So why don't we bring our guest in? Why don't we? Okay. In the first half of the show, we talked about how to survive hazing. Mm. Now we're going to talk about how to survive a sorority with Heather Brooker. Heather's in the house. So Heather is an actress, a podcaster. Her podcast is called uh, the the Brooker Family Podcast. Uh, And she's an Emmy award-winning journalist. Crazy. She kind of has lots of fingers and lots of different pies. Yes. Too many, some might Too say. Too many? <laughs> I think not some enough. Some might say, let's reel it in. Uh, well, but the good thing, though, is because SAG's on strike, you can you have all these other, have things other things to do. So yes. that's really good. You, my dear, are here to discuss your days <laughs> in a sorority and how you yes! survived it. I know, I know. When I got your email, I was so excited because this was the first thing that sort of popped into my mind. Because um, obviously, you know, I could go to a dark place about, you know, the time I almost died in a plane crash in Africa. Oh what? Like I could do. Oh, okay. I could talk about all of the horrible, scary things. Yes, but I was like, back. let's talk about something funny. Yes. That's <laughs> something the idea. like absolutely ridiculous. So um, I, you know, I'm from Oklahoma originally. I'm from okay. Tulsa. And my family was dirt poor. I never was in a sorority. I never really knew about sororities until I got to college. My freshman year, all my friends were like, oh my gosh, you have to join a sorority. It's so much Mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. It's like instant friends and parties. And I was like, I like parties. Um, (laughs) Did you go to school in Tulsa? I went to Oklahoma State, which is in Stillwater, about an hour or so outside of Tulsa. And um, I was like, I like parties. Like, I like friends. Why not? You know? (laughs) So um, I went through Rush, and Uh which is just a wild experience. Um, Your... Going to all of these Greek houses, and in Oklahoma, um, most most places, uh, especially in the South or Midwest, they have Fraternity Row and the right. Greek area. So all these houses are very close proximity, mm-hmm. and they all look like this sort of like Southern antebellum. Farm. Yes, <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> exactly. And you're like, it's just so wild. So you go in, and everywhere you go, someone's singing in your face, like <laughs> "Welcome to G5B," and you're like, "Oh my God, really? Yeah. They oh sing yes, at you? they sing at you. <laughs> don't wow. they, they don't sing." to you they sing at you at you in yes. your face. and they do they all have a specific song for their yes. sorority that yeah. goes with their sorority oh for sure it's not like they're singing from oklahoma no so mine's uh the sorority i ended up rushing is called gamma phi beta okay and their song was gamma phi beta gamma phi beta gamma phi. that's it oh <laughs> wow <laughs> they kept it catchy <laughs> Oh, my God. But that was just one of, of many songs um, that were sung at me. That's just the one I can remember right now. But so I go, you go from house to house and you um, see how well you connect. You know, you okay. sit down and you maybe talk with a couple of the girls who are in the house and they talk to you. And um, there's like this happens over the course of maybe like three to five days. Oh, wow. Okay. And at the end, yeah, at, throughout the process, you sort of narrow down like um, either you get cut from a house or you cut a house. How do you know when you're cut? Um, you don't they get invited you a back. Dead rat. Yeah. <laughs> you wake up. Uh-huh. There's a horse head in your bed. You there's up. a bag of blood left on your porch. <laughs> you Do, don't get invited okay. back the next day. So. Can I ask a question? Sure. Um, Daniel will love that I'm asking this. <laughs> Does each house have its own vibe? For sure. <laughs> I was going to ask the same thing without the word vibe, but I was going to say culture. But yeah, like, yes. Is it like some houses are like wild and crazy parties, and some yes. houses are like women who have their shirts buttoned all the way up to their collars and they're serving tea? Like. Is it yes. very specific, different feelings? It is like that, weirdly. Okay. At least when I went through, I don't know if it's still like this because I'm old as dirt. But when I was there, it definitely did. Each house had like a reputation. There was like the party girls, the slutty girls, the nerdy girls, the like okay. prissy girls or okay. whatever. And um, I joined the part, quote unquote party house. Okay. I was like, I just want to party. We knew. I like mean, I was established that. I was like, I'm 18. Let's go. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other houses were like the smart girls, you know, mm-hmm. and they were not interested in me. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, cut this, busy. Um, but it's very much like that. Like okay. it very much has that vibe, each vibe, uh, as you said, to them. Did and you get into the house you wanted to get into? I did. You wanted the party house. Yes, okay. I wanted the party house and they wanted me thankfully we were a match so we all had the same lower back tattoo (laughs) (laughs) we all had the same tramp stamp Um, that's so funny because fancy scripts that's 
so funny that you say that because I actually did when I when I got into my house, me and like three other girls all went and got the same tattoo. No. So there's me and um three other women on this earth that all have the exact same two in the exact same spot. Um you're gonna tell us what it is, yes, right? Please. For sure. So it is um oh this is so horrible and tacky. But it's our sorority symbol. It's like a crescent moon that's cradling a star and he's like smiling. And we all got it in our like bikini area except this one girl who wanted to be different so she got it in the center of her bikini area and at the time she was like you know bush free and all I can think of now is like if she didn't maintain that bush her moon has a beard I know it does I know it. Does. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm convinced. On her vagina. Yeah, like that's right painful. at the tip. That's painful. Yeah. That's a sensitive spot, right? And also, just imagine the tattoo guy, you guys. He, <sighs> we all, four drunk college girls walk in and are like, his tattoos in our crotch. He's like, Oh, yes. my God. It's oh, like, it's my day. old girls right? coming in. Just, just drunk, drunk and, and, and pulling their, their pants. pants. Yep. He was like, bonus night. Yes, totally. And then I think he was like, you all want the same tattoo? And we were like, yes, this is for life. Oh, oh my uh, gosh. Guys, so do you still have it? I have you regrets. Oh, no, it's there. Oh. You, yeah. I right. saw, I have to explain that I saw two, I have to explain. <laughs> Guys, I have to explain this. <laughs> Tell I have to share the two tattoos I saw um, when we were in France. And you think you're going to just see all these very chic women in France, but I saw two young girls. One had a lower back tattoo, which you're like, how are how you? How still? Is how that is a thing? this happening that people are still getting <laughs> right. tram stamps? Didn't you get the memo from us uh, Gen Xers? <clears throat> they did not. Yeah. And it said, love me. Ew, in English? In English, yeah. I don't understand French. Uh. And the other one had on the backs of her arms, no. forever young. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's going to look great. I was like, that's not going to age that well. That's You know what's going to happen. You're going to get chicken the, wings. You're going to get the chicken wings. We're all, we're all chicken arms. wings. You're going to have chicken wings that say forever young. So you get into the yes. sorority so, you want. Mm-hmm. Get matching uh, you, tattoos. You get... Yes. Uh, vag stamps. <laughs> I don't know what else to call yes, them. that's exactly what it is, yeah. and I'm super proud of that. Super proud. Um, and it's so funny to me because I don't speak to any of these girls anymore at all, and haven't for decades. <laughs> so like, that was money and time well spent. Like, if you want your friendship to end, get a matching tattoo, like a marriage. Yeah. Yes. If you want your marriage to last, get uh, not last, ma- get a matching tattoo. So, um, who's calling me? Oh, spam. So, um, yeah, I got the tattoo. I got in the house and um, it was so much fun. Like I was voted. um, We had there's like offices like there's a there's a council, if you will, a president, a secretary, Mm -hmm. a historian. Then there's the social chair. And I was voted as the social chair, which meant I got to plan all the parties, Okay, plan the parties, make the T-shirts, all of that stuff. And um, as I got, like, super into planning all the parties, that took over my whole world. And Uh-oh. I, my grades went, <laughs> and then I got called before the council and they were like, if you don't get your grades up, you are going to be kicked yeah. out. And yeah. so much, it's not going to yeah. be fun out there in the world, in the cold no. world with no. nothing but your no. tattoo exactly. to keep you warm. So they were like, get it together. Um, but I think at that point it was a little too late. I was a little too far <laughs> gone. I was like, I don't know, 0.9 one semester. And oh, was, shit. Yeah, it was brutal. Sorry. <laughs> it was brutal. Like, my grades were really bad. But um, the main thing that I that I have to say, the, you know, surviving party after party, we had... Um, we had like a hobo party because oh, it was really God. fun back then to make fun of um, hobos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the unhoused. But here's as... the deal. We didn't call them homeless. They was hobos. So yes. it had more of a lighthearted. Yeah. They like, like it. Stick on a sack right. kind of a yeah. Jumping trains. Yes. Yeah. We were putting Just, them in the 1930s. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it was more funny. Mm-hmm. Just so people know, we're, we're older than you, Heather, but. When we you were kids, that we least, may, I think we're close to the same age. Mm, I doubt it. But it, when we were kids, that was a legit Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. yeah. You Be can a go hobo. As a hobo. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's an hobo. easy costume. You just have a stick and you tie the handkerchief on it. And yes. then, like, you put some dirt on your face. Yeah. yeah. It was artwork of all this stuff when I was a kid. Yes. Like, yeah. I think my, my grandmother maybe have had, like, a little hobo clown. I was going to say, yes. the hobo clown she is what like, comes to mind. So yeah. Weird. The yes. hobos were definitely a piece of Americana. You yes. You know, like a, like it wasn't 
like it is now. <laughs> I, you know, I just imagine no, I, the train yeah. car hopping, the yeah. living the the yes. vagabond life. I do think there's the difference of yes. the hobo lifestyle as opposed to what we have. It like especially yes. in Los Angeles. No, right. It's like, more of a choice. We have a crisis yeah. of homelessness. Right. Yeah. So that's why I want to make the distinction. Mine was a funnier version. Yes. Of homeless. So like okay. a riot party. <laughs> um. But so for the hobo. Were you all sexy hobos? I hope. One hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're 18, you got hot bods. They yes. couldn't not be sexy. Right. You're Slut, a sorority. Slutty hobos. So we, um, what the deal is with these parties is you get, uh, if the sorority is hosting the, the event, then you usually will um, reach out to a fraternity and ask them to either co-host it with you or the girls will just reach out to different fraternity guys and ask them to be their date or whoever. They didn't have to be in a fraternity, but most of them okay. were. So my date was in a fraternity and we were just friends, you know, mm-hmm. and um, everybody was like, you draw, you, every, we drank trash can punch back then. We're pre-partying, we're drinking the trash can punch. And then <laughs> my date, my date brought me um, a jug, hobo jug. And the hobo jug was full of Everclear and vo- oh. uh, vodka, Everclear and punch. Oh, yeah. Mind. Yeah. Nauseated. And this is from, and I should preface this by saying, I never drank before my freshman year in college, mm-hmm. I was a really like good girl, you know, never drank, never partied. I was everybody's designated driver in my mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. graduation, you know, made sure everyone got home safely. I got to college and went bananas. Yeah, you're every parent's worst nightmare. Yes, yeah, so that was Yay. me. I was like, woo! Right. So um, I was chugging this Everclear and. Uh, <gasps> Everclear is like grain alcohol, it's grain right? Out. It is the worst thing, the absolute most dangerous thing. So I'm chugging this, like, oh my god, basically Everclear and punch um, with my hobo date. You guys can see um, we have this thing called Party Picks. Um, it was this photography service that went to all the sorority and fraternity parties, yeah, and they would just take um, pictures of the party. And um, you can see the progression throughout the night of my oh. party picks where I'm like cute hobo, uh-huh. little tipsy hobo, beyond like shit faced hobo. I have like oh. punch all down my shirt. Oh, my, no. I'm just in like boxer shorts and a t-shirt. The next day you're literally night. on a train. I'm just... glad this didn't become a murder podcast. Right? Like, oh my God. And then <laughs> I never woke up. Um, but what happened was um, we're partying, you know, we go to this you know, field or barn or whatever it was. I honestly don't remember a lot of it, even though I planned the party because I was so hammered. I don't remember how I got home. I just remember waking up and I could not move my jaw. (gasps) There were rocks in my hands. Oh my God. And my cheek and in my knee. Oh no. And I was like, and my sorority sisters were like, she's alive. She's alive. <laughs> they start yelling, she's alive. You guys, you guys, Tilly's alive. That was my maiden name. Tilly's alive. And I was like, <laughs> I could not move my jaw. Oh, no. And they, as they were explaining to me what had happened, uh, it all sort of coming started coming back to me. So I was so drunk. And we, in order to get out to the barn, we were on a wagon mm-hmm. that had like, you know, 15, ironically, 20, ironically, we were on the wagon. 15, 20 people <laughs> on the wagon. And as they were bringing us back. Like a horse drawn wagon? Like a, like a horse. No, I think there was like a tractor. Okay. Um, but there was hay everywhere. It was real country. Yeah. So we um, were going back to our cars and I don't know why I decided to stand up and be like, woo, but I stood <laughs> I had to up. Do the woo. I yeah. did a woo and I fell off the way <gasps> oh. onto oh, the gravel. Oh. And all I remember, I have memories of people jumping off the wagon. Cause I was like splat. Yeah. <laughs> and this girl putting her finger in my mouth and she was like, she got all her teeth. <laughs> Wow. She was such an Oklahoma thing to say. She may not have had the accent, but it's funnier, I feel like, if I add the accent. accent I love that that's just like like 101. Shorty 101. Chuck if Jackson has all their teeth. Honestly, though, she had my back, and I appreciate that. But she literally put her finger in my mouth to check and make sure I didn't lose any teeth. Yeah. I bet her mom was a nurse. A couple of <laughs> My mom and was real a nurse. Proud. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, your mom was a My nurse too? My mom was a nurse. But I never would have thought to do that. I'd be just like, ha, 
um, <laughs> so my um my i just remember like three or four guys maybe five or ten i don't know how many it took to lift my butt up they put me back on the wagon continue to drive me on um to the parking lot i guess and the my date somehow got me home they carried me up to my room and the sorority houses are huge mm-hmm. and so like it took a hot minute to get me up to my room, I guess, where I passed out in like this position and didn't wake up. They're for, like, like, just 10 leave hours. her alone. Just leave her. They just on her back. Just left. We'll me. just see if she's going to be alive. We'll yes. just see if she chokes in her own vomit and dies. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. she's ex- alive. She's alive. And that's when I was like, "What happened?" Um, but that was literally the night that I survived my sorority and fell off. <laughs> fell off the wagon. Um, but I had all my teeth and everything healed up eventually, but I had like a black eye. I had <gasps> gravel in my face and my hands. Uh, my knee was so busted open. Cause I literally was like, whoop, splat. Face down. Did you, Did you break your jaw? No, I think I just heard it really Raised bad. It really I bad. was super <gasps> lucky because it wasn't total. Well, your body rocks. was totally relaxed probably when you fell. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Right. Thankfully, I was so like far gone. You were that like the, the baby pain... you can throw out the window. Yeah. We talk all the time about how that's what when we, our babies were babies, you know, mm-hmm. we just threw them out the window just because oh, yeah. it gets so boring and you have just to have to see. Yeah, and they bounce, bounce and you catch them. <laughs> They do yeah. seem like they would bounce because they're, they're so bad. That's why they're called bouncing babies. Yeah. Yeah. Just bounce out the window. Yep. <laughs> you were um, like a bouncing baby. Yes. So did you end up going to the school doctor? What did you just heal? Did No, I just wrote it out like wow. you do as a, a like 18 a year old sorority. Does your yeah. jaw hurt when it rains? <laughs> you would think that it would. <laughs> just when she has ever like clear. Quick. Honestly, sometimes, yes. I'm like, why do that? And then I'm reminded, oh, I literally fell off a wagon. On Someone should have taken me to a hospital. For all the yes. sorority and fraternity people, if this happens to your friend, take them to the yes. hospital. Watch them all night. Watch them all night. I like, mean, that's crazy that they mm-hmm. just left you, but I they guess everyone me. is drunk and, and 18. And, yeah. yeah. But this is why this is why we hear these stories like, you know, so-and-so died in a fraternity yeah. house or whatever. Yeah. And it wasn't like a hazing incident. It wasn't something horrible. I did it to myself. Right. It was like inactive hazing, though, by not yeah. keeping an eye on you. <laughs> right. It was like passive hazing. It was lazing. It was lazy. Lazing. <laughs> yes, it was lazy hazing. <laughs> they definitely did. They definitely should have probably taken me to the doctor on a couple of occasions like that was just the main one one i passed out in my friend's car um in the back seat and nobody found me till like the next day <laughs> jesus so did this That's horrible did this incident or any of these incidents turn you around and say yeah i better get my act together stop drinking and actually go to my classes um do you want me to give the responsible answer no or, i want oh, you to give yeah, the real no. answer no i mean i continued partying for many many years after that and yeah. but how did you graduate um or by the not? skin of my teeth oh okay um i i did eventually like focus on my grades i became a more balanced partier mm-hmm. i would say so like you learned how to party <clears throat> i yeah. learned how to party <laughs> right <clears throat> it like wasn't just this sort of like free for all i got like much better at it mm-hmm. as i think a lot of kids in college do yeah so that by the time so we had this thing in in um college there's this bar there called eskimo joe's and it's been around forever and they do this thing or at least they did back in the day where you have 21 shots at joe's on your 21st birthday Ugh. that's and if that's you should be illegal like poison. <laughs> and if you can make it to 21 like you know you're it's like a big accomplishment and i think i made it to like 15 oh or my something god it was bad you guys i just remember people would die i remember yeah. laying in my bed and confessing my love to this my best friend who I had a massive crush on at the time and um, I remember just being like I love you we're meant to be together why don't you love me back and just being like don't you see God has brought us together (laughs) (laughs) it's my 21st birthday I'm gonna cry thinking about it because I'm still absolutely mortified that I did this to this man and he was literally like my brother, my best yeah, right. friend. Yeah. And I was just out of my ever-loving mind. <clears throat> and I confessed this like just gross, like sappy speech to him and then completely passed out. And I woke up the next morning and I kind of was like, what happened? And I look over and there's a letter on my <gasps> nightstand that oh, says no. Heather. And I was like, <gasps> oh, my heart you, it, all, it all came back. What happened? Oh, yes. My heart just fell out my butthole immediately. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. 
And as I read this letter that this very kind, wonderful friend of mine sat there watching over me in this like drunken, like you should with a friend who is beyond drunk. He stayed there throughout the night and Mm -hmm. wrote this most beautiful letter that was like, I don't want to say because it was like very private, but I have never like that for me was probably the wake up call where I was like, I should cut back a little bit, Uh, (laughs) not falling off a wagon, but literally having someone tell me like, you're out of your mind, like get it together. Uh, I don't drink as much anymore. So I, I, I don't think you possibly could. I can't. <laughs> you have it a just child. Hurts. Yeah. It hurts too much. And I also know that I have too much to do. Like I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have all these emails to return. Yeah. And I have like shows that I want to write for, like things that I have going on. Like and busy. I, yeah. And I, I just find that it just, it hurts so much more now. When I was 18, I could take it. And now yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Now when I'm 28, it hurts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're the same age as us. Um, <laughs> Heather, thank you so much for sure. coming on. That was a great, and it gave me insight because I've never actually known anyone who was in a sorority. I don't oh my God, think. Me. Well, that's not true. I, my friend Christy was in a sorority, but I, but it's, I, I, I love to had, get the details. I like the first hand. Yeah. yeah account. It's I have two quick, two quick oh, questions for you. Yes. First, did your exploits become sorority lore? <laughs> And two, did the sorority historian make note of the tattoos? Oh, my gosh. Um, These are great questions. I don't, I think I became lore in another way in my sorority. I just, because I left my sorority um, a couple years later and... Just because they, I just realized these are awful people. They're not, they're not my friends. They don't care about me. Like they, you guys, like my grandmother was diagnosed with cancer, um, about, uh, around Thanksgiving and I had to go back and forth, uh, to see her a lot yeah. and, um, go back home and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was having trouble I think I was late on my sorority dues because you have to pay your dues um, every month and all this stuff. And I was late or whatever. And I was like, hey, I need to have like a pass because you could apply for a pass to skip a month. Mm-hmm. I was like, because my grandmother is sick. And they were like, mm, you should sell your car oh, to whoa. pay the dues. They were like, if you really wanted to be here, you should sell your car. Oh, and I was like, that's my, like a cult. Yeah, I was like, my grandma is dying. And I already work like that. I've always been a hard worker. I was like, I already work like two jobs. I'm not. how will I get home to see her if I have no car like it was just that level of I realized like oh we're not the same right you come from a different perspective than I come from and also you don't take care of each other in the way that you say that you do like there's no sisterhood here Um, so I was like, this is not for me. So I went out like guns blazing. Not literally. Oh, my God. I did not shoot up my sword. <laughs> that would have been a great what? story. Why didn't you tell that story? The yeah. end. The- <laughs> Thanks for having me. Bye, everybody. <laughs> I just realized like how violent that really sounded. But I went out and I was like, I got to get out of here. That was yeah. brave of you and smart. Oh, yeah. Good. I was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not ever going to subject myself to that kind of like. So you would not treatment. tell your daughter to. You would tell your daughter to steer clear. I would tell her to trust her gut on Mm -hmm. the process because I will say there were definitely a lot of lessons I learned. There was definitely some positive sides to Mm -hmm. it, but ultimately you're paying for friends and you're paying for a social life and you don't need to do that in college. You know, it's a status symbol. Um, you don't need to do that. I could have saved so much money, but mm. I wouldn't have had as great a story. So yeah, that's, that's true. Um, but and then what was your other question? Uh, About the tattoos. Oh, the, oh, the tattoos yeah. historian. Yes. Listen, I. I am sure we're not the only ones. I have a feeling that a lot of sorority girls are like, matching tattoos, we're going to be friends for life. And then they don't speak to each other. And you did it before you basically even started the sorority? I did it my my first year in the house oh, okay. with these girls who were in my pledge class. We were all in the same class together. And we thought we were going to be best friends forever. Yeah. Oh, when yes. you're 18, don't oh. you don't you remember like those friends that those, you were like? They we're feel so intense. For, they yeah. feel so yeah. intense. It's yeah. because it's like, yeah. it's like romance before mm-hmm. you get... Like yes. female friendships when you're young mm-hmm. are yes. like precursors to romance. Yes. They feel so strong and yeah. intense. Yeah. And you think, oh my gosh, we're going to be friends forever. And I'll tell you, I am not friends with anybody <laughs> mm-hmm. from that time in my life. Like no one. I think there, you know, there's one girl that I still talk to on Facebook every now and then, but 
not regularly enough to call it like a close friend. So should we cancel our appointment for after Chris? Yeah. After this, <laughs> I we think were, the, do we, it. We're going to get matching roses with daggers through them. Yeah. Yes. On our backs though, full back. Full back. <clears throat> full back tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All I right, want, I'll call. I want another tattoo though. I need something else to kind of redeem me. I will tell really quickly my other tattoo story. My friends came out to visit me in LA several years ago and they were like, let's go to get matching tattoos. Or, or and I was like, let's not get matching. Let's just, we can go get tattoos. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I've been magic there. Tattoos. Like, I've been there. <laughs> so that. we go to this tattoo parlor and I'm obsessed with the Tudor dynasty. And like, I love reading about the history of English kings and queens mm-hmm. and, you know, Henry VIII and all of that stuff. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I was like, I'm going to get like a beautiful royal crown, mm-hmm. something with like jewels. And it's going to be just amazing. And I kind of, I picked it out and I was like, I'm going to put it right on my butt cheek. You know, like it's a <laughs> yeah, lot, a lot of surface area back there <laughs> and um my friend goes that looks like the burger king crown <laughs> <laughs> and i immediately was like nope not gonna do that good for her good for that that's Thank a good God. friend yes. so did you end up getting anything i did not no because oh. i was so mortified i was like i really need to think i need to take that's some time. really good that yeah, she caught yeah. that though that's good it wasn't after you got the tattoo yes i would have been like oh shit i'm a fat girl and i have burger king on my butt <laughs> oh. people are gonna be like man people are just gonna think they can order you how yes. they want they want yes right <laughs> your whopper your way yeah. So anyway, wow. that's really fun. That's but hysterical. I am in support of tattoos. If you guys want to get drunk one night and go get some, she's got. I've I, already got one. I'm not a tattoo that, person. Uh, I got when I was very, very young, and I like like twelve or like how long? Sixteen. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think I'll get any more. Yeah. I'm, it I'm, would have to really um, move for. I'd have to young. be really moved by. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Maybe maybe love me on my lower back. Yeah. <laughs> forever young. Forever young on my, on my wings. Oh my God. Just I'm put them. Forever young, like right here, but also it's going to be like lightning. Ooh. So it's gonna be like forever young and lightning, and it's just going to be like right there in the. On the crotch. On the V that I do not have. Yeah. On, on the U. On the U. <laughs> I think you should get Chucky on your back. Oh. <sighs> Why are you putting knife? ideas in his head? He'll do it. <laughs> just pull my hair back and it's Chucky's oh, head over my head. I do want a tattoo eventually. Well, Heather, thank you so much for being here. Sure, we really, really appreciate you. it. And we will be right back with what did we learn today? Christine. Yes, Daniel. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? Teach me, wise one. Catnip mimics feline sex hormones. So cats enjoying the substance will often display behaviors similar to a female cat in heat, although both male and female cats can experience the effects. I don't think I want this for my cats. You don't want them to be hornier? No, I'm trying to get them to not not procreate. Mm. These behaviors can include overt signs of affection, relaxation, and happiness. Other cats will display active behavior such as playfulness or sometimes even aggression. I guess it depends on what kind of lay you are. Yeah. <laughs> As a cat. Is your cat a good lay or right. what? All nipples are special and unique. Appreciate yours no matter how big of a nip zone you have. <laughs> nip zone, Karen. No. Nip zone? We can't all be regional wicked. <laughs> yeah, that was genius. Why not? All right, girls get hazing done. (laughs) If you see hazing, say something. Don't keep it a secret. You'll be protecting an abuser, and they will do it to others. It's a sign of strength and character to walk away from a hazing situation rather than enduring it. Okay, here we go. A Gatorade shake is a delicious, that's in the eye of the beholder, high-protein shake that helps rebuild your muscles with 30 grams of high quality protein, vitamins, and antioxidants, and electrolytes, all for under 200 calories, 50% less sugar than the original Gatorade Recover, uh, I guess, Recovery Protein Shake. The hazing version probably has jizz in it. I agree. That's probably where the protein comes from. What is it? What's in it? It sounds like it's a, you know, like a after, you know, a muscle milk type thing, but it has electrolytes in it. Gatorade makes it. Yeah. You're not adding the, okay, thank you. Well, you're adding the jizz. Oh, my jizz? Well, whoever's. I have so much. <laughs> Jesus. It's probably because of those gigantic areolas. <laughs> Everclear is the most potent grain alcohol commercially available. The most important rule for drinking Everclear is this. Never drink it straight or even in a mixer. Or never drink it. <laughs> well, I guess that's what it means. Everclear is not produced and meant for cocktails. Rather, it's intended to be used to create lower-proof alcohols 
such as in making liqueurs or limoncello. Well, that sounds like you are mixing it with something. So that's extremely it is confusing. confusing. Is it a band as well? Everclear, yeah, yes. It is, okay. Yes. I can't think of a what single I like. song. Oh, that's Everlast? Last. I get them yeah, confused. I do too. You know Everclear that song? That song. Father of Mine. Yeah. Father of Mine. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. It's very Monica. 90s. I mean, I don't know. No, You'll, you would, you would know. know it if I hear they're, it. They're just yeah. earworms. They're, they're one of those 90s bands that I was mm-hmm. like, no, thank you. Yeah. They okay. Were the f- one of the first bands I saw when I moved to LA. It was Everclear, Matchbox 20, and oh. Lifehouse. Oh, I remember Matchbox 20. That was. Yeah. Was this a dare? Was this a hazing? Oh, were no. you having to see the. Oh, you oh, chose no. all those bands. Oh, no, yeah. It was a Matchbox 20. Okay. Rob Thomas. Head. What's the Matchbox 20 song? Uh, that I would know. How'd that go? I want to push you around. Will I will? Will I will? I want to push you around. You know. know. Okay. I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. Isn't that what it's 3 a.m. and I might be lonely or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you might be lonely. I don't know. Somebody's lonely. We hope you guys aren't lonely. We hope that you've enjoyed (laughs) our show. We're keeping you company. Um, uh, The merchandise, I promise, will be back at some point. We're working on it, guys. It's been a whole thing. It's a whole thing. We're going to, you know, we need to do is add some new merchandise, too. We should, as long as we're doing this. Yes. And we're figuring it out. It's just, (laughs) it's complicated to change merchandise (laughs) vendors. We weren't prepared for this in high school. No one told us how to. <laughs> no one taught us in high school how to work, how to run our own business, yeah. and be Deal business owners. And so we're sorry. But if you are angry, we apologize. But until next time, remain, remain calm. calm.